This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Into the 3 o'clock hour we go. Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby, Chris Ello out on assignment for a little bit. So these are the two lovely voices you get a chance to listen to over the next couple of weeks. Scrabies. Yeah. Yeah, that that nasally. Thank you, my Kermit the Frog voice. <laughs> voice. <laughs> you know, there is a, the, there's a lot that doesn't bother me, but when someone calls me Kermit the Frog, for some reason it bothers me. You know, it's, uh, the, you know the irony of that is that you make fun of Patrick Mahomes I knew you were going to say all that. the time. I knew you were going to say and that. We, and we were, I was always wondering, like, man, he does that really good. But that's it. Your voice already is, like, preset to that Hermit the Frog thing. Well, you know, Tony, so uh, we, just, we lost to the Lions last week. We're going to come back and try. You don't, you don't sound anything like it, by the way. <laughs> it's gotten worse over the years. Yeah, you, you, you've morphed it to be more, like, Worse as opposed to better over time. A- Adam it's- said it was Yoda. It wasn't uh, Patrick Mahomes, which I kind of agree <laughs> it with, honestly. He was more <laughs> like Yoda for sure. Uh, we got a daily gambit coming your way. Quick, quick, uh, quick fun fact I, I wanted to share for you with you guys. If I can find it now, I was scrolling through um, my Instagram and I stumbled across uh, this, this fun fact. Uh, today, uh, the Cubs are calling up a, a young man uh, to the big league. He's the 15th overall prospect in baseball. He's, he's uh, I believe, the, the Cubs' number one prospect. Uh, for those who like baseball movies, like Scraby and I, this is I think this is actually one of Scraby's favorites. He's mentioned it a, a few different times. But Pete Crow Armstrong's uh, mom, Pete Crow Armstrong is the kid that's coming up for the Cubs. His mom, Ashley Crow who is an actress, uh, is the mom from Little Big League, if you guys remember the movie. Uh, uh, do, do I remember the movie? It just shaped yes. my childhood. It's, yes, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a kid movie classic, uh, if you will. I always uh, wanted to be a manager as a kid, and then they actually put a kid as a manager in the movie. Right, a twins manager. Yeah, twins be, manager. Exactly. She's now the parent of a big leaguer. As the Cubs have called up, I think it's like 30 years to the day or something along those lines that the movie wow. came out. That's so, pretty crazy. Uh, pretty, pretty, pretty crazy. All right. Uh, for those who enjoy gambling, this is your time. Here's some Daily Gambit. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. 
Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh. Winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is immortal luck. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. All right, Daily Gambits, our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. Please, everybody, gamble responsibly. I this Football season is one of my favorite times to go through uh, X and the Bleacher Report betting uh, account on X because they have all the different crazy get, bets. Get, and because you have more to bet on now. You're not going to be like, there's nothing to bet on like you do Well, of sometimes. course. Of course. Yeah. I mean, if Chris brings up another WNBA bet that I lose, I'm going to be very angry. But the first bet that Chris made last week, we're going to review some, and then we'll get into the new ones. Real quick, before you get into this current uh, day, uh, current, there's a a shelter-in-place warning right now at MetLife Stadium for this Monday night's game. As we speak, no players and personnel are being allowed on the field at this point. So that's just an update for Monday Night Football. Yeah, I'm looking at it. ESPN right now, they're all indoors. So I'm glad that they're safe, all of them. RG3. Um, can't remember that other guy's name. Marcus Spears, that's who he is, and Ryan Clark, Scott Van Pelt. Uh, Coco Goff and Sabalenka, they played for the championship. Chris had a bet of over under 22 and a half games in that, in that one. Chris went under, I went over. It was over 25 total games. Coco, uh, yeah, Coco Goff wins the U.S. Open at the age of 18, you said, Tony? 18. That, that's wild. But good for her. She was on the Today Show this morning. She was very, she was, uh, you know, it just seemed like a very cool thing for her. And she's just going to continue rolling to more wins. Uh, Colorado and Nebraska. Colorado was a three-point favorite in this game. Both of us chose Colorado. And Colorado steamrolled Nebraska 36-14. to In the Big Five, I have a question about Matt Rule and what he did with his team before the game. So stay tuned for that around 440. Colorado team is no joke, man. They, You're right. You're right. I, I can't believe it, but I'm starting to come around on the Colorado Buffaloes just after two games. Might as well get on the train early rather than trying to jump on early. Uh, UCLA, 14-point favorites over the Aztecs over the weekend. Football game, 35-10 to 10 UCLA wins. Chris and I both chose the Aztecs, so we're both wrong there. Then the 49ers and Steelers over under 41.5 points. Chris went under. I went over. It was 37 points total, so it was under. Chris wins that one. And then the, the uh, yeah Dolphins and Chargers over under 51 points. Chris went over. I went under. This was well over 70 total points in that game. So I was really not that great in last week's bets. But we are going to move on to this week's bets. And real quick, Tony, the uh, Bleacher Report, or I'm sorry, DraftKings Sportsbook has just Mm. released most valuable player odds in the NFL after week one. Tua has made himself into a tie with Patrick Mahomes at plus 700 for MVP through week one. And I know what people are thinking. He's not going to win, but you want to wait for him to fall down a little bit more if you're going to make a bet on Tua. But his 466 yards, three touchdowns, and the win was enough to make him the co-favorite to win the NFL MVP. 
I mean, this is, this is what people do. They overreact after the first week. So, you know, let, let, let the people do what it's they do. It's my favorite week of the year, NFL overreaction. Because remember, as Chris like, has schooled us on this, odds are based off what they think people are going to bet. True. Not actually of what's going to happen. Yeah, and that's so, true. I forget that you know, quite it, often. It, would, it, makes, it makes perfect sense that um, Tua, after week one in which he did, there's a bunch of people thinking he's going to win the MVP. Are they going to put some money on him to win the MVP? That's a good point. I should remember that, and I don't usually. Uh, no, the, don't. Here's another bet. We There's a cash-out bet here, so we're going to decide whether or not we would have cashed out, but... There, there was a person that put together an 11 pick parlay of all over and unders on the NFL games. The total odds were plus 121,626. They hit every single one of these, so 10. And tonight they need under 45 and a half points for the Bills and the Jets. They put down like $2.27, which is a very strange number to me. Uh, $2.27? Yeah, and it pays out $2,763. Now, if you don't want to. If you don't want to risk it, you can cash out right now for half, basically half, $1,224. Do you think that this game, Tony, would go over 45 and a half? Or would you keep the under and try to win the 2700 bucks? That's a really good question, Scrape. I'm um, looking at the rain right now, and it looks like it's going to go under if the rain's going to fall like that. Yeah, I'm going to say under. All right. I, yeah, I'm going to say under well, or as well. So th- we'll check in on this tomorrow to see if the Bills and the Jets went under, and that person will make $2,763 or $0. Now, my uh, parlay for today, I only have one of them because... Let's listen to this today. I like this one. It's a same-game parlay for the Bills and the Jets, Monday Night Football. How, first of all, how do you like any of your prop bets at this point? Or your, your... Because I go into them thinking that they're good, and then they just but never your, happen. Your track record says that that's not the case, so how do you still go in with so much confidence? I don't know. Just call me a sucker for thinking that i guess i'm not learning i'm touching the hot stove over and over and over again but i'm going to continue touching that hot stove until i don't have a hand and gabriel davis anytime touchdown score is leg one uh new york jets on the money line and then aaron Rodgers to pass over 199 and a half passing yards the rain kind of changes my mind about that but i still think that he could get over 199 and a half passing yards so a Gabe Davis touchdown, New York Jets money line over 199 and a half passing yards for Aaron Rodgers, plus 1,000 if this hits. What do you think, Tony? I think there's no chance. There's, <laughs> there's, no, there's chance. no chance. You, you said no chance. Zero chance. All right, I think there's a 99.9% chance that this wins. Come on, dude, you don't believe that. I just wrote in the document, 99.9%. I know what you wrote in the document, but <laughs> you don't actually believe that. I, I do. The only thing that I think is going to be tough with the rain is the Aaron Rodgers passing yards. I think that would be tough, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. The uh, Bills are actually favored in this game by two points uh, in New Jersey. So they really think that the Bills are going to win this one. But that's all the bets I got today. So we will only be reviewing one bet tomorrow, and we'll be checking in on that bet between the Bills and the Jets. Tony. Um. You said uh, on, what was it? I think you said in the group chat that you run the risk of having the lowest points. Yes, I we think, do our fantasy know, football. I don't know that that's accurate. Cause really? I have 
I have forty something points going into the night's game, but I have three guys. Yeah, three players. I, you I have got, good. I players. got Rodgers, I got Wilson, and I got the Jets D. But that don't necessarily. Where's your, where's your number at right now? My number is forty six point nine six. Oh yeah, no, I'm beat you, so that's fine. I as mean, as long as I don't have the worst numbers for the week, I, I can live with it. Coach, you know, we're back to fantasy. I just I just can't stand fantasy football sometimes because coach's team scored eighty point nine. Uh, he had Drake London score zero. He had Do- Dallas Goddard score zero, and I still have to make <laughs> up like thirty three points. It's ridiculous. I'm just, I'm just looking at it right now. And I have wow. uh, I had Darnell Mooney on the bench. I had Kyron Williams on the bench. Michael Thomas on the bench. You know who I feel really bad, and we'll get into it more tomorrow. I feel really bad for Chris because he's been talking about J.K. Dobbins being the end of yeah. his season since he drafted him. And unfortunately, J.K. Dobbins is out now for the season with a torn, torn Achilles. Achilles. That's yeah. that 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 stinks. I know I give players hard times for injuries. Can't do anything about a torn Achilles. Yeah, no, this is this this sucks for him because this is like his first, you know, chance to get back out there after a while. So, all right, uh, I am being signaled to uh, that I need to go to break. So that's what we're gonna do. Let's uh, hop to that when we come back. Uh, uh, kind of some, we'll go from serious to medium to a little bit more fun in our next segment. Michigan State has suspended Mel Tucker. We'll get into why they suspended him. Plus, all of a sudden, after a fourth place finish in the FIBA uh, international basketball games, some big time uh, players. Michael Jordan. Have, uh, their their attention has been uh, has been summoned. Wow. Okay. We'll we'll discuss more going to Chris on the way. Here's some traffic. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 319 on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scravey. Scrape, did you know over 10 million people? He's not listening. I'll wait. Yes, I'm listening. I'm you, looking at you. I'm listening. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know more than 10 million people watch that Colorado-Nebraska game? 10 million? That's a you know lot. That, you know that more than more people watch that game than Texas-Alabama? Of all games, I did not. I did not. I would definitely be watching Alabama, Texas, if I were to have the two. You know, that's because you're a hater. So it's <laughs> not because of uh, a hater. Michigan State is back in the news again. Um, this time they uh, have suspended Mel 
Tucker, their head football coach, uh, without pay while the university completes its investigation into uh, claims that he sexually harassed. Uh, this is the this is like the the cold. It's it's all cold anyway. But this is especially, I guess, eyebrow raising uh, is yeah, is the that's right a good way. way to put it. Uh, is the, the university is going to complete an investigation into claims that he sexually harassed a prominent sexual assault awareness speaker after she was hired to address the Spartan team. This is a lady who I believe has been a survivor of, of rape yeah. um, as it is. And so, um, yeah, this is uh, this is a this is a bad deal. It sounds I think there's uh, apparently some text text is text coming going from him to her and there's there there's supposedly a phone call uh of him being inappropriate with her on the phone and I, michigan state seems like they have issues with their hiring because you got larry nasser a few years ago the gymnastics coach that had all that horrible stuff that he did you have um last year that that attack in the um I, I think it was was it Michigan Michigan State there was an attack by Michigan State players on a Michigan player Oh yeah that's right that was after the game Yeah, yeah. And, and Mel Tucker was the one who was in the middle of that I believe and to hear this it's like man how I'm just going to say it, how dumb can you be <laughs> That's yeah. that's that's a stupid stupid thing that he did not not only is it is it heartless but it's stupid yeah, I mean, these are as of now, these are allegations, but there's a lot of things pointing to the fact that it it did happen. So, you know, we'll we'll let more information come out. But athletic director uh, Alan Holler announced Tucker's interim suspension Sunday night, uh, and this came less than 24 hours after news of the claims against the fourth-year head coach was made public in a report by ESPN and USA Today. Uh, the interim president Teresa Woodruff. Uh, appeared alongside Holler at that news conference. Uh, yeah, this is this is this is going to play itself out. But uh, I I wouldn't, barring some new information coming out, it's hard to see Mel Tucker continuing his job. Scrape, you, you pointed to your phone. You got something? I, either else? ESPN is listening to me talk because it just popped up as soon as I said Mel Tucker's name, but it, it popped up that he's calling this whole thing a sham. And uh, he's saying it didn't happen. This is the um, first time we've heard from Mel Tucker. He hadn't spoken until this. Yeah, right well, it was, yeah, it was a statement that he released. He said he developed an intimate adult relationship with the speaker and that her claims that he harassed her are, quote-unquote, completely false. Um, there's an oh, So he's hearing. claiming that this was – he's saying that this – I mean, is he saying that it was – what was that word he used? Sham. Uh, no, no, the adult – Oh, he's claiming they were in a relationship, an intimate okay, so adult he's saying relationship. It, he's saying that it was mutual. It, it was mutual, uh, yes. It was mutual. Consensual is the word we're looking Cons- for. Yeah, I think it's yes. I Not mutual. It mutual. It does, consensual. But, consensual is what he's, is he's, he's referring to. Correct. He said yeah, uh, correct. they're going to assess whether or not he violated university policy, but he said it's, quote, ridiculously flawed and not designed to arrive at the truth. So he's putting his foot down. We'll see what happens. All right. Well, well, there's, there's that sad story yeah. for uh, for you right there. But uh, that's sure to um, work itself out over time. Demar Hamlin is not expected to play tonight or suit up for the Bills. Uh, I think a lot of people forget because of when it happened. Demar Hamlin was only starting that game uh, because the the lead safety was out for the year, mm-hmm. um, and so. 
with the lead safety being back. I, his name is uh, I'm missing his name right now. It's going to come to me as we talk this. I think it's Hyde. That's what it's. Uh, oh, Micah Hyde. Micah Hyde uh, was the was the starting safety. He was out for the year, which is how Demar Hamlin was in the game when you know that crazy incident happened with him. Uh, his heart basically stopping on the field. He will not suit up uh, today or in today's game. Um, it sounds like they're they're going to kind of slow play this uh, as much as possible, and I think that's probably the right thing. Yeah. I know he's been cleared. It's quick to – easy to throw him out there. He's played in all the preseason games. He played well in all those preseason games, but long season ahead, uh, they seem like they're going to slow play this uh, scrape. They should. Uh, if they don't need him and he's willing to sit out, then why not? I, I, use him later in the year. Make sure he's healthy first. Um. Uh, USA over the was it was it the weekend? Yeah, it was the weekend. But I'm very disappointed in our USA teams this year so far. The U.S. Women's World Cup team failed. So did our basketball team. You know we can't win every year. Well, that's what I expect. We're American. <laughs> that's what I grew up with. Is that we uh, just win? I mean, we weren't always winning in some of these sports. But you're right. No, it has been a disappointing. Uh, competition season for the u.s uh particularly women's soccer fell short in in the um world cup um the men's team finishes fourth after losing an overtime game to canada now i will say this about um the nba or the the men's team they our best players aren't over there and and despite what people may want to think we are no longer in a place where you can have the you know second tier guys go over and compete and think that they're just going to dominate you know that's that's not the case i think they i think if they had a little more depth they would have finished better than fourth but those days are i think are are gone and so the best are going to have to play and and it hasn't taken very long before after that loss all of a sudden lebron james is interested steph curry is interested uh, D- D- uh, Damian Lillard. I mean, all Jason the Tatum, the 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 dudes, the the first All NBA type guys, are have had their interest peaked. You know, to me, it's it's to me, it's one of those things. They don't like seeing the U.S. lose either. You know, I, I think there is a, a an idea maybe in the NBA that, you know, those guys are good enough where they can just send over. But once they see it. They have a sense of pride about it. They don't want they don't want us losing as well, and that's why I think all of a sudden, even though LeBron is going to probably be, I mean, when they go to Paris, when's the Olympics for Paris? Is I think that, it's next year. Next year, LeBron's going to be what, thirty nine, forty? He's, he's a year older than me. He'll be forty. He'll be forty ish, yeah. And he's and he is sending out signals that he wants to play. So, I think there is a sense of of pride in not wanting uh, the U.S. to to look the way they did in this last one, which with some very, very good NBA players, wasn't good enough. They weren't better than Germany. They weren't better than, than Canada. I forget who the second-place team was in that. But, uh, yeah, you got to send your best over there in order to win. Well, it's not – yeah, it's not like it used to be where no. they are just going to dominate because most of the guys playing for other countries are in the NBA. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. There's a lot so of familiar names when you watch the that. Skill, the skill – I mean, there was, when the Dream Team went over there, I mean, you had cats like – like fawning over the players they were playing against from the USA team, right? They were like standing in line for autographs. That's true, yeah. That is, that is, we have moved far beyond that now. And 
the world has gotten better, especially in the game of basketball. So um, that will, uh, I think, play itself out over the next couple of, you know. And listen, although everybody's saying they want to play, this NBA season that's ahead of them is ultimately going to determine who's able to go because injuries inevitably happen. Um, you know, people's bodies aren't necessarily feeling the same way when they get done with the season. So, it, you know, it's, it sounds nice now, but we'll see what it is. And the other thought about the NBA team is I, I, you get the sense, you know, listen to some of these, some of the people who know talk about it, is that the, the committee that put together the USA team knew that they would probably have this, the, the big dogs come Olympics time, and this roster is more to fill out who will play well around those pieces because the reality is you can't – they've had a lot more success when guys have played roles. And I thought that's what the, the first Dream Team did and the Redeem Team did very well was although those dudes were like the big dogs of big dogs, they when it came time to that, they all played a role that made the team better. And at last in the Redeem Team, for instance, Kobe – was really the defensive stopper for that team. That's not how something we view Kobe in, but that's exactly how he was really used in that last redeem team. And so, I, I think this is part of part of a, a bigger uh, bigger plan for USA basketball. When before you go, you just yeah. mentioned Kobe. Fernando is supposedly wearing like these crazy Kobe tribute cleats. Yeah, uh, is it? To me, it doesn't matter. I don't care. Is it sacrilege for a San Diego Padre to wear an Los Angeles Laker cleats? No. If he was wearing Dodger cleats, that would feel different. Well, yeah, that would be way different. But right. have you seen it's these cleats, sport. though? I have. I posted it on my, my story uh, this morning. They are incredible. They are. I, I, first thing I thought is, like, damn, those things are like they might be heavy. You <laughs> they know do saying? look but, a little heavy. <laughs> but, <laughs> they you know, I, I, they, they are they're cold, cold sneaker, though, or cold pair of cleats. Uh, I will say that Doug Gottlieb, who uh, yeah, I saw this. Yeah, he tweeted, "When your team is sixty-seven and seventy-seven, I kind of think you should just wear the white so, or black no, ones." I, what I would ask Doug is: is does does your does your does your best NBA star who's on a team that's not playing well does he stop wearing his signature shoe out there? Like, good point. It's just stupid. It's just a. It's just a. I need to go cut my lawn type of comment <laughs> from Doug right so there. This is a. This is a Chris Ello comment. I don't even know if Chris would even say nothing like that. Usually I would be against something like this, but I, I don't really. That stuff right now is, is small in compared to well, the bigger it, scheme I mean, of things. We're just, be, we're just beyond the times of somehow the shoes on your feet, you know, have something to do with the win and loss record. Like, there was a time where the, the old men thought, like, you know, you should just wear black and white shoes because your team is not playing well. <laughs> that's just That's just not... This is not where it's not a thing. It's not even a real thought. Well, hopefully the lights don't like reflect off of his shoes too much. That would be bad. And maybe another like uh, goose would end up flying down to the field because last year during the playoffs the goose was lost in the lights. Could lots of weird things could happen here. I don't think that is. Before (laughs) before we go real quick, uh, this is for all the NBA fans who were quite. I don't know, besides himself, about superstars sitting out. That is um, possibly going to be no longer. Uh, stricter guidelines recommended for resting players on and, and multiple stars. The NBA Com- Competition Committee has recommend, recommended stricter guidelines on resting players for national televi- television games and multiple stars together in the same game. Uh, the league's Board of Governors expected to vote 
Wednesday to pass measures under the new rules. Teams would be fined 100 k wow. for a first violation, 250 for a second violation, one milli uh, or more uh, than uh, – wait, one million more than the previous uh, – penalty for each additional violation so good that's it's it's going to start getting taxing if you uh, are going to arrest players on nationally televised or multiple players uh there, there will be no more of that i bet you that it's all i applaud quick, you adam silver quick way to get the owner's attention I mean, you got to giving up free money they don't like doing that no they definitely don't all right uh let's get to break when we come back straight what you got for him? we got padres pen pals yay and I don't know if you should say that because these people are pretty angry. Uh, out of the, no, no, that, out of the four, sarcastic. okay, that was sarcasm. Out of the time. four, three of them are are angry. So we'll okay. we'll help them out on the other side. I look forward to uh, hearing the angry takes. <laughs> More going to Chris on the way. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. This hour on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by South Norte Tequila Cocktails. Real tequila, real juice. Sip on a classic margarita or an authentic Paloma. Pop the top on a Mexican mule and savor the Matador. Available at Stater Brothers, Ralph's, and more. Quinn and Chris, 97.3 The Fan. I'm Scraby. Chris is on assignment. Tony stepped away for one second. He's going to be right back because we have some Padres pen pals to talk about. And boy, oh boy, were people a little bit angry at the Padres this weekend. So we'll get to that in a second. But first, the Padres lineup. One of the questions that we have in the Padres pen pals regarding the lineup and whether or not Fernando and Manny are going to be in it. And Hassan Kim is leading off. Fernando Tatis Jr. is batting second, playing right field. Juan Soto is in left, batting third. Manny Machado back in the lineup, cleaning up, DHing. Xander Bogarts batting fifth at shortstop. Jerickson Profar playing first tonight at uh, in the sixth spot. Luis Campisano in the seventh spot playing catcher. Matthew Batten playing third in the eighth spot. Trent Grisham center field. Uh, number nine, and Pedro Avila is going to be starting for the Padres. Now, Luis Campisano, he's had a really interesting year, and we're going to get into that a little bit later on in the show. But he, I, I put a tweet out over the weekend that Campisano and Gary Sanchez need to be a priority. Well, Campisano is already under contract. He He's still in arbitration and all that stuff, and he doesn't have enough service time. But uh, they really need to bring back Gary Sanchez. And I don't know if Gary Sanchez is going to be offered a ton of money by other teams, but it really seems like Gary Sanchez found some sort of um, a comfort in, in a home here in San Diego because it wasn't going well for him leading up to that point. Not It wasn't going well for him at all. He was out of baseball, and the Padres took a chance on him. He ends up hitting a bunch of home runs. It's just unfortunate his season came down the way it did, but... I think that what Luis Campisano and Gary Sanchez have done in the last maybe six weeks should prove to anyone that they need both of those guys to be catching for the Padres next season. And you may even see him go 81 games and 81 games, just split it up, go every other day or something like that. Because Luis Campisano's bat, you have to have in the lineup. He's more than just like Gary Sanchez. 
he he may get you a single here and there. I mean, he may hit you a home run. You're still getting value out of Gary Sanchez at the plate, but Luis Campisano is more of a complete hitter, I think, than than uh, Gary Sanchez. Luis Campisano can hit different gaps and, and he can hit for average as well. So Luis Campisano is something that pe- that people Padres fans have wanted as a catcher for the Padres for a long time. There was Austin Hedges there for a while, and then you had Austin Nola struggles this year. You had Brett Sullivan. But I think the Padres have really found it. I think that they have found the catching tandem that they need. So Tony is ready to go. We have a traffic report and then Padres uh, pen pals. From the premier Kia of Carlsbad Traffic Center, part of the premier auto family, here's Kelly Tannock. Traffic is sponsored by Air Max, San Diego's highest rated heating and air conditioning company. Folks are liable to hit some slick roadways around parts of the county, scattered showers all around, so just keep that in mind in your travel. Still clearing an accident on the North Five coastline at Las Flores. It's over the right shoulder. Got a collision in the clearing stage on Friars Road on up to southbound 15. Also a collision blocking the right lane on southbound 67 just before Winter Gardens. Looking for the best in HVAC? Choose Air Max, San Diego's highest rated heating and air company with free diagnostics on all repairs and estimates. See why over 1,100 happy customers have given Air Max five-star Yelp reviews. See Air Max today at airmax.com. And Kelly Danik with Gwyneth Chris, San Diego's number one sports station. 97.3 The Fan. It's time to ask the experts, Padres fans. I was hoping maybe you can bring a little insight into it. Write us, tweet us, Facebook us. Send a carrier pigeon for Chris. He thinks they're cute. Padres Pen Pals begins. Hurt the Paloca big time. Now, 97.3 The Fan. Don't send the carrier pigeon for Chris today. He is not here, so we will not accept the carrier pigeon, but we do have a lot to go through, Tony. As you can imagine here in Padres Pen Pals, things have taken a turn from the worst to the worstest. Uh, the people are very ex- uh, not excited. They're very disappointed with the season. So we're going to get into that here in Padres Pen Pals. If you ever want to do this segment, just send me a DM with what you want us to talk about, and I'll put you in there if it's good enough. And today we are going to start with James in UTC. I clicked the button. There we go. James says, I want to start by saying how much I enjoy your show. I was mostly a music person to and from work, but one day heading to a Padres game, I heard the show and became a fan. Now I listen to the morning and the afternoon religiously on my way home from work to and from work. With that said, I do think sometimes you guys are a little too rosy on the Padres, and I have to think it is because you work on the flagship. Even when things were down, Scraby was talking about how he thought the Padres could make the playoffs even when we all knew they couldn't or wouldn't. Uh, Please don't be mad at this question, but why can't you guys just give it to us straight about the Padres? Will that get you in trouble, Tony? No, and we do give it to you straight. Um, Here's the thing, and the question is is difficult to ask because it's based on the premise that somehow you, they, you knew that they weren't going to make the playoffs. Like you were able to somehow look into the future and you knew it like before the season started, you knew it. So based, so it's hard to have this discussion based off of that premise alone. There's, there's nothing wrong with, you know, not liking your team and thinking that they're not going to make it, but there's also certainly nothing wrong with thinking they can. Now I've, I, I thought, I, I thought I've been pretty straightforward. They haven't played well. 
But that doesn't mean that they can't then turn around and play better and end up getting into the postseason. Now, that's out of the question, I think, at this point. But when we were saying that, um, I disagree with the premise that we wasn't giving it to you straight. We just were on a more positive outcome, or we had a, had a more positive outcome in mind. Um, based on their talent and, and what these guys had on the back of their baseball cards. It didn't work out that way. And, you know, yeah, we were we turned out our more positive outlook turned out to be wrong. And yours turned out to be right. But you're not going to get me to sit here and say, oh, you knew that this was going to happen. You might have felt like that, but you didn't know nothing. Yeah, no one no one knew anything or else they right. would be very rich people if they were to bet exactly. on the Padres to do what they did this season. Um, I am a roller coaster of emotion. Everybody knows this. I really, truly believe once they started beating the Giants, I'm like, here we go. Streak into the playoffs. Let's do this. And then they ended up not beating up on the, uh, what was it, the Astros? Yeah, two. they lost two out of three. Phillies from, first. Phillies, then- yes, that's right. Uh, so I, I give it to you straight. Chris gives it to you straight. Tony gives it to you straight. We just were um, not correct about some of the things we thought yeah. were going to happen as the year goes, goes along. 100%. So that is why. I, listen, games... now, by the time we got to the Giants series, I know they won three or four, but I, I'm still like, all right, let's see how this plays out. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with that. I don't either. All right. Thank you, James, from UTC. It will not get us in trouble. Next one, Rojo in San Bernardino. Rojo says, I don't care what anyone thinks. This is how I just read it when I when I got the DM. I believe there is a major rift within the Padres clubhouse. Mm. And that is my what second will, favorite. <laughs> that is what will cause the same thing to happen next season. There needs to be a major shakeup. And I think that involves either Manny Machado or Fernando leaving the team. Doesn't seem like they like each other. And it doesn't seem like they even really talk at all. You can tell a lot from body language, and the body uh, language tells me those uh, two don't like each other. Yeah. Those two are under long contracts. I think you have a problem with Manny and Fernando. I think that's what your problem is. Those two under are under long contracts, and I personally don't think the Padres will try and do anything about it, but do you think a shakeup like this needs to happen, Rojo and San Bernardino? I'm up first. No, a shakeup does not need to happen. I think everything's fine. Nobody likes losing. Fernando yesterday had a video up on, on social media of him dancing like in between innings or before the game or whatever, and people are crushing him for dancing with a 67 and 77 team or whatever it is. Like, just leave him alone. Let him be him. Manny, let him be him. Everything's going to be fine. They do not need to get rid of any of their big pieces, Tony. What? Uh, do you think they need to shake a big shakeup? Like, do you think a big shakeup needs to happen? No, I don't. Uh, you just—I don't even know how to. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know there doesn't always have to be something wrong. There doesn't always have to be beef. There doesn't always have to be, you know, this guy doesn't like this guy, or it doesn't always have to be like that. Now that's not the same thing as everybody like loving each other all the time, but it doesn't. Just when it goes wrong, it doesn't necessarily mean that people don't like each other, or there's a riff, or two people can't coexist. I mean, the, the, it just doesn't it doesn't work that way. Uh, I don't think there needs to be a shakeup because a I don't think you can shake too much up. To be given the the contracts that you have, I think 
you know, if there is some changes, it'll be around the, the, the fringes. Uh, if there's some changes, um, it won't be it won't be anything. It certainly isn't. I don't believe going to be Toddy Manny. I mean, that's that's I think that's out of the question. So if those two dudes do have beef, we're doomed. We're doomed. Oh, no. They, I mean, it's, it's really stop. hard to, to say. I know body language, and body language tells me that they don't like each other. You can't really read body language unless you know the people. Just one of my favorites that, the you know, because, you know, I watch the games, too, on TV while I'm doing the game mm-hmm, actually mm-hmm, live. Mm-hmm. And the amount that they show an individual in a two in a one in a one shot is literally like at best six seconds yeah yeah in six seconds you are you're telling me you have read and that's that's <laughs> that's in the time that they're actually catching toddy and manny in the same frame which doesn't happen often because they're usually one's batting or one's on deck or one's <laughs> on it, base or... it, 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 it i mean it's just the ones in right field, ones in third base. So I mean, they like, don't like each other. That's why they put them there. That, That's why they put <laughs> Fernando in right field is as far away as, as they can can't be. stand each other. <laughs> All right, Rojo, I understand you're uh, upset, but we don't think that that is um, going to happen here. Now, Kieran in San Diego is the most upset, and this came into me during the Padres game yesterday. Kieran in San Diego writes, I know the season has been over for quite some time, but seeing Manny and Nando both sit yesterday was infuriating. Or today. Yeah. Wait. I don't know. Yeah. If yesterday. I'm, yeah. Yesterday. If I'm going to be sitting here watching your game, at least give it a good go. They make far too much money to sit out any games unless they are seriously injured. I know I am sounding crazy, but I just watched Rich Hill hit Altuve with the bases loaded after getting an automatic ball. I'll what does that got to do with anything? I don't know. Well, I, I think they wrote this because they saw that happen and it just put them over the top or something. I'll say I am done with this team, but I know I'm going to be watching against the Dodgers. Do you think I'm up first? Do you think the line or no, Tony's up first. Jeez. Do you think the lineup we got yesterday is the lineup we get the rest of the year? No. No. I think Toddy got a day off, you know, with the standings looking the way they are. He got. He had. I don't. Th- I think he has been in every game. He started all but one since he's come back from um, suspension. Suspension. So he got a day. Everybody else has gotten one. He hadn't. So he got one. We all know Manny's elbow has been barking for quite some time. I think he got a day as well. I. I don't think that uh, Toddy and Manny will somehow shut it down the rest of the season. That doesn't that that's not what it sounded like what we heard yesterday. Yeah. Um Tony would know. So I'm gonna go with what Tony said. I don't think this is the lineup they get. But it it, it kind of makes me a little angry that people are so upset about Fernando sitting at a game when he's been there the entire season. He has done everything on the field and it's like the guy deserves a day off especially when the season's done. Like, there's nothing to look forward to. He deserves a day off. I'm just saying, man, he's gotten days throughout the course of the year. Bogey's gotten days. Soto's gotten uh, a day. Now, they didn't get the whole day. Oh, I think I think especially Soto, I think he's played in every game this year, or, or at least posted, right? He, he's coming as a pinch, hit, pinch hitter later in the game. So uh, they've all been given at least a start of the day off, and uh, I, I didn't have a problem. Now, if they were in... They were in the squirrely end of it. I don't think either of those dudes sit. Yeah, yeah, I agree. 
All right, last one. Thank you, Kieran. Here's from Vanessa and San Marcos. I'm up first. I am definitely disappointed in this season, and I watch almost every single game. I hope to be seeing a playoff run like last year, but maybe next year. I know people are angry, but I am not going to waste my time on that. I'm going to let go of this year and look forward. I tell my, I tell my husband I think they need some team-building activities in the offseason. He laughs at me, and it's not the smartest move on his part. It's kind of scary. But Vanessa is asking, and I'm up first, is this a laughable thought, the team-building activities? Uh, I actually, we did a countdown a couple weeks ago. Chris and I did a countdown. It was top five things Padres need to do in the offseason, and my number five was off-season team-building activities. And it's not like the team-building activities I, I'm, that we are all thinking of, like trust falls and going up to the forest. <laughs> like, it's not like that. Like, I'm, I don't think that's the team-building activity. Falls. But that's funny. I feel like maybe they just need to spend a little bit more time with each other. I don't know. So I don't think it's a laughable thought at all, Vanessa. And your husband is not very smart for laughing at you. Tony, is this a laughable thought? It's, it's not laughable, but it's not going to happen. You know, you spend, I mean, most of these guys want to spend time with their actual families, you know, for a long period of time after giving themselves up for eight months of the year. Now, it doesn't mean that, you know, groups won't get together at some point and some guys will even vacation. But in terms of large numbers of guys, like team building wise, I don't think it's going to happen. I, I, I don't know. Of any team I've ever played on that had like a full entire team building. Um, I know Philly kind of, they, they did something like that when I was there. Um, so I guess it can happen, but it's it's rare. I don't think it happens a lot. But yeah. it's not laughable. It's a, it's a, it's a good idea. It just wasn't going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much, Vanessa. Thank you to Karen. Thank you to Rojo. And thank you to James. That's it for Padres Pen Pals. We only have a few more left in the year. But when we get back, we have a special guest that is going to be playing Chris versus the fans for him while he is on vacation. I'm not going to tell you who it is, but stay tuned because you will be playing Chris versus the fans when we get back on 97.3 The Fan. 833-288-0973. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 